This is a Galactic Network podcast. Galactic Radio. According to The Hollywood Reporter, German director Fritz Lang's visionary 1927 masterpiece Metropolis is being developed as a miniseries by Universal Cable Productions. Mr. Robot creator Sam Esmail is in negotiations to become involved with the project in some way, although whether to direct, write, or produce it, or all three, is not yet confirmed. The original film, which was one of the most expensive of its time, took place in a future society where the wealthy lead lives of luxury and decadence in giant skyscrapers while vast numbers of workers toil to run the city's machines far below them in underground chambers. When the son of Metropolis's ruler meets an angelic woman from the caverns, events are set in motion that also involve a vengeful scientist and the iconic golden android he has created. If you live in Canada, you can expect a future in which high-speed internet connections will always be a way of life. Broadband internet access is now considered a basic service in the country. The Canadian Radio, Television and Telecommunications Commission, the country's telecommunications regulator, said Wednesday, the decision mandates higher download speed targets and creation of a $750 million fund to build and reinforce broadband infrastructure in rural and remote areas over five years. More news coming up right after this. Hello, I'm Gregor Spreg, and this is Galactic Radio's Pull List, and these are just five comics coming out for the week of December 21st, 2016. Archie Comics has Archie number 15, written by Lori Matsumoto and Mark Wade, with art by Joe Isma. For a while after Veronica's departure, no woman was around who could wreck the Jughead Archie bromance. We all knew that couldn't last forever, right? Meanwhile, the Veronica vs. Cheryl Blossom feud reaches its peak. Boom Studios has The Backstagers number 5, written by James Tinian IV and Ryan Siege. The Backstagers meet their lady counterparts from the all-girls school, and it turns out that they have way more in common than they'd think. Working together to put the best show this town's ever seen should be as simple as pie, right? Right? DC Comics has Cave Carson Has a Cybernetic Eye, number three, written by John Rivera and Gerard Way, with art by Michael Avon Emming. Cave and his ad hoc team of spelunkers, his daughter Chloe, and his best bud, mechanic Jack Wheeler, have answered the call to adventure. But as they reach for the lost city of Muldrug, Cave's employer sends a crack team of his own in the latest in subterranean transportation, the Mighty Mole Mark II, led by a famed explorer from Cave's past, and it's like they're out for more than just the return of EBX property. Image Comics has The Fix, number 7, written by Nick Spencer, with art by Ryan Hill. Mac works on a shady criminal's behalf. Marvel Comics has Cage, number 3, written and drawn by Gendy Tartakovsky, trapped with Misty Knight, Iron Fist, and a bevy of guest stars on the island of No Return. Cage and his cohorts are forced to battle strange beasts who walk like men. It's out of sight. These are just five of the many many picks that you have for this week in comics so please go to your local comic book store we'll see you guys next week hello i'm daryl johnston and here is another article from our sci-fipedia if you'd like to know more about this subject then follow the link in the show note of this episode of galactic radio A space fighter is a ubiquitous trope in science fiction, and especially space opera. A small, one-man equipped with projectile or directed energy weapons used by pilots 
for old school dogfighting. Some space fighters have preferred two crew members rather than a single pilot, but all are small and nimble, in contrast with larger starships, battleships, or motherships. Typically, space fighters are dependent on a larger vessel since they themselves lack the space for supplies or often a faster-than-light drive. Oftentimes, space fighters will be deployed against the enemy with smaller craft or its spaceships. One could draw comparisons to the great battles of World War II, especially those that took place between the United States and Japan in the Pacific Ocean. Frequently, space fighters will have a similar look to a real-world airplane. At the very least, they are likely to have wings. Whether a space fighter has wings or not doesn't necessarily have any bearing on whether it will be shown operating in an atmosphere. If it can fight in the air as well in space, it's also a space plane. On the reimagined version of Battlestar Galactica television programme, the colonial vipers were actually referred to as planes. Other examples of space fighters include the X-Wings from Star Wars, the Hammerhead fighters from Space Above and Beyond, as well as the Star Fury fighter from Babylon 5. A cast list for 2018's Avengers Infinity War movie has been floated around by a prominent casting agent, listing Brie Larson's Captain Marvel, as well as the full Guardians of the Galaxy team as appearing. Movie casting call lists them among the returning stars of Avengers Age of Ultron, as well as Karen Gillan's Nebula, Chadwick Boseman's Black Panther, Benedict Cumberbatch's Doctor Strange, Paul Rudd's Ant-Man, and Benedict Wong's Wong. Avengers Infinity War is scheduled to begin filming this January in the Atlanta area's Pinewood Studios for a planned May 4th, 2018 theatrical release. A radical breakthrough which could shake up long-distance space travel has been confirmed by China. Dr. Chen Yu, Director of Commercial Satellite Technology for the China Academy of Space Technology, announced that the country has successfully tested EM drive technology in its laboratories and its proof of concept is currently undergoing zero-g testing in orbit. The drive is an engine propelled solely by electromagnetic radiation confined in a microwave cavity. It generates mechanical action without exchanging matter, which is technically impossible. The testing is taking place on the Tiangong-2 space station. If China can install EM drives on its satellites for orbital maneuvering and altitude control, they could become cheaper and long-lasting. Welcome to today's Applicably Galactic App Reviews! I'm Peter Fisher, co-host of I'd App That on Blazing Caribou Studios, and here is today's review. Shop Shop is a simple shopping app. Press the plus symbol in the top right-hand corner to add new or previously added items to your list. When you're at the store and have the item, tap the listing and a red line will cross it out. To remove all crossed out items, give your iPhone a shake or click the check button and the item is removed from the list. You can use one list or use multiple lists. Multiple lists can be useful if you go to several stores or have different categories that you need to buy. 
So if you're looking for an easy-to-use, free shopping list app for your iOS device, ShopShop could fill that bill. I'm Peter Fisher from Blazing Caribou's IDAP That, and this has been today's Applicably Galactic App Reviews! Monkey Warhol provided our music, and Blazing Caribou did the cover art. For more about them, show notes, feedback information, how to subscribe, social network links and more, go to gncasts.com slash galacticradio. This has been a Galactic Network podcast. 